We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Presented by Manscaped, CP the Franchise here, my man Jake Brown Radio on the other side. We are live from the Quaker Ridge Golf Club celebrating the Dr. Dick Barnett Foundation and their celebrity golf event. JK, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. It is a beautiful day beautiful here day. at the course. Yeah. Uh, fall weather's here. It's like, what is it, a, a balmy 58, a yeah. little windy? Yeah. Clear skies, man. Uh, and we got a cavalcade of stars coming by, CP. Yeah. We got Jeff Nelson, four-time World Series champion with the Yankees this yep. year. John DeStremsky coming by. Al Houston, John Stark. So I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, Dr. Barnett will be uh, reading us his poetry yeah. as yeah. he does best. Dr. Barnett spitting bars. It's going to be a great day. And once again, we are here supporting the Dr. Dick Barnett Foundation, uh, supporting the youth and, and their pursuits of higher education, supporting the youth in their pursuit of their dreams. So uh, it's, a, it's always a, uh, a great occasion to come out and support the foundation. And I hope you guys do, too. They are actually having a live auction as we speak. Uh, Knicks Fan TV Dave is uh, posting the link to the live auction in the chat right now. You could also find the link in the YouTube video description. So check it out. We got a lot of di- nice prizes, a lot of uh, NBA memorabilia, autograph memorabilia for auction. And again, it, it's all going to a good cause. So please come out and, uh, and support. Yeah, we uh, there's a lot of cool auction items. The food, I've already dove into a how burger. Is the, how is the food? Listen, when you're as fat as me, CP, there's no time that's too early for a burger, a hot dog, and chicken. So uh, the burger was thick with a couple C's at the end. Nice. And 
thick burgers do save lives. That's so it. it was delicious. That that's it, man. Absolutely. Now and, and you're gonna be going golfing after this. How's your golf game? Well, listen, I golfed for the first time Thursday last week. Wow. So it took I'm thirty years old. It took me till thirty yeah. to play eighteen holes yeah. and now I'm like addicted. addicted. I love golf yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna play nine because I'm going to another event tonight. But uh, okay. nine holes and I am not very good, but I do try my best. Hey, so it's all for the love of the game, man. All for the love of the game. So uh, that's good stuff. Now we have tomorrow night. The anticipation is over. The fan base has been waiting for a few months after a, a, a disappointing loss, a disappointing playoff loss to the Atlanta Hawks. The fan base is itching to get back and kick off the 2021-2022 season. Knicks are back. At the Garden. At the Garden. Let's go. Let's go. ESPN game, national TV. Put some respect on our name. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? Knicks went 4-0 and in the preseason. Preseason champions. <laughs> the preseason champions. Okay. The preseason champions. Uh, what, what are you feeling? What are your thoughts going into this season, man? What, what are you thinking about? The hype is real, CP. I'm ready. They're a four seed. They only got better. Tibbs is back. Kemba Walker lighting up the garden. You start off against the Celtics and yeah. his old team yeah. at home. I think a lot more fans coming out now. Obviously, the 2,000 fans and then playoffs. Mm -hmm. Now more people vax could get in the building. I am excited. It's yeah. going to be. I mean, the fact that the preseason game felt like a playoff game last Man. week kind of was the appetizer, the mozzarella yeah. stick yeah. to the filet yeah. mignon that's coming yeah. Wednesday night. I'll tell you. I'm hyped, bro. No other fan base gets into basketball like that. After that uh, that win against the Wizards where Randall had the buzzer beater, you had you had former NBA players on Twitter say that the MSG is rocking. Isaiah Thomas jumped on Twitter saying, I can't believe what's going on. Jamal Crawford threw, threw a tweet out there, friend of the program, shout out JC. He said, uh, I got to get to a Nick game this year, man. So I like know, him as our 16th man. If, yeah, if he wants yeah. to suit up. Jamal yeah. could still get buckets. Yeah, so. man. Shout, shout out to JC, man. Ever, always a gentleman and and, uh, and a solid Nick during his career. So, yeah, the excitement is, is definitely there. You could feel it. I've been feeling it since Summer League, man. You know, the, the excitement around our rookies, the excitement around free agency, the acquisitions, bringing back Derrick Rose, bringing back Burks, and, and uh, you know, signing Fournier, signing Kemba. Well, what are you starting with Fournier and Kemba? How, how do you feel about those acquisitions and, and their impact on, the, on this team? So I think the Kemba move was the one that got the fans kind of hyped up. Fournier at first yeah. um, great guest of the program of mm. Knicks Fan yeah, TV. Yeah. Gave you guys great what interview. an hour yeah. uh, of his time. Yeah. It seems like he gets it. He gets New York. Mm -hmm. You saw him riding You know, first week of the Knicks. He was riding the subway like yeah. a, a, the common folk. <laughs> that's right. That's Love right. a player Fournier's that's living like us, the right. common folk. Yeah. Taking, yeah. You know, taking the end train over to me in Astoria. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so I like that. But Kemba was that move that you're like I've seen him play at the Garden. Mm -hmm. I've seen him light up the Garden. I've seen that six-overtime UConn game. Mm -hmm. He's been there. He's done that, and he's a New Yorker, and we love New Yorkers yeah. on our team. Of course. So that was the move that kind of got me over the top. And mm -hmm. then seeing these young guys progress is nice. I don't know how much of them we'll see. We know Tibbs likes to keep it eight to ten guys, yeah. not, not yeah. go much past that. But seeing the young guys progress and just seeing Kemba healthy – with Derrick Rose as a backup. I mean, 2015, we call this the NBA champion, yeah. New York Knicks. Yeah. They're a little older now, but I think they complement each other well. If, if one guy does go down, they do have the depth. 
that I think could get them through. Now an 82, yeah. not a, uh, what was it, 72, 72 last, last year. year. 72 yeah. last year. And the way I look at it is, is yes, you know, yes, they're a bit longer in the tooth. D. Rose still has it. If you've been watching in this preseason, he still has it in the bag, shooting the ball quite efficiently, playmaking as well. And then, you know, Kemba bringing, bringing what he brings to the game, a guy that can still take it into the hoop, can still kill you from the mid-range, can still operate out of the pick and roll. So for me, I'm looking at two guys that give you 48 quality minutes a point guard play, and that was sorely missed with this team. You know, sorely missed in terms of getting other guys involved. And, and I'm hoping with these two guys and on a full-time basis, I hope that they make things easier for Julius Randle, not just as shot creators and playmakers, but also getting Julius involved. You know, Julius was very good operating in isolation last year. Don't get me wrong. 24, 10, and 7, nothing to sneeze at. He had a historic, historic year for the Knicks. But I just feel like as the, the season grinds on and knock on wood, you get into the playoffs and, and get a, a nice seed, I want to see him be able to get some some more, um, you know, high percentage shots, some more shots in rhythm. And I'm hoping that, you know, he can play off of those guys in a two-man game to, to get him going. Well, CP's got shot creators now with Kemba and Fournier, a yeah. couple of pieces that they were missing last year. That's only going to make him better because mm -hmm. when he does get doubled, if he wants to play bully ball in the paint, he's going to have Kemba in one yeah. quarter. He's going to have Fournier in another quarter. He's going to have Quickly. He's going to have Rose. He's got guys who can knock down shots. Mm -hmm. R.J. Barrett has improved greatly Great, yeah. from the three-point line, yeah. and we saw that progression last year, and it's something that he worked on a lot in the offseason as well. So if R.J. Barrett is also knocking down threes, mm. the Knicks are a real problem. Yeah. And it, it, the hype is real because it is real. This is, yeah. this is really – a good team, and, and it's beyond just on paper. You know, the coach is yeah. going to get them there. He did that last year. They overachieved last year. And expectations this year are very clear. Get roof, back man. to the playoffs. Yeah. And what is it? Win a, win a round? Is that the expectation? Win the first round? For me, for me, that's it, man. Win, win a round. Hopefully we see the Hawks again. I want revenge. I want revenge against those Hawks, man. We're playing Trades, on Christmas. Talking. Yeah. We, we, they played on Christmas. I hear they're know. giving out Rogaine to the first 12,000 fans. <laughs> Trey Young's balding chance. Rogaine giving out. I'm allowed yeah. to say that I'm bald. The, I'm we're out for events. They, they brought Trey out during uh, WWE SmackDown MSG. So the, the hype is there, man. The, the hype is there. You know, we might have a little uh, a little rivalry brewing. And, you know, NBA, there's not too many rivalries anymore. So hopefully we're, we're getting there with the Hawks. But, um, you know, yeah, make, make it into into the playoffs and hopefully win a round, I think, would be a sign of, uh, uh, of good progress. But you spoke about Tom Thibodeau, coach of the year. He's been coaching this preseason like it, like it's the regular season, trying to get these guys ready. And uh, and you also spoke about R.J. Barrett. I think R.J.'s third year is going to be very important for this team. You know, Tibbs talked about the fact that they want to work R.J. as that two-way guy, and he's going to have a lot of tough defensive assignments on him. He's going to be guarding a lot of dogs. We got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown come in and set the tone. So it's going to be a lot on RJ's plate. I do think the three-point shot is real from what we saw in the second year. Finished at around 40% from three. Shot 49% from three in the preseason. Obviously, you don't expect that to carry over, but I do think at least from a catch-and-shoot standpoint, his three-point shot is legit. Yeah, and I think defensively, the question a lot of people want to say is Kemba. Can he you know, guard elite point guards? Yeah. I think Tibbs will coach him up where he'll be okay. Um, you worry a little bit about his health as well. But, listen, you have guys who play multiple positions. Quickly yeah. can be a one or a two. Barrett could be a two or a three, yeah. sometimes a four. You know, you got McBride mm -hmm. who could be a one or two. Grimes could play the two mm -hmm. or three. They can mix and match with a lot of these guys that it's going to put them in good positions to knock down shots. Yeah. So, R.J. Barrett's that one guy. Like, can he be an all-star this year, C.P.? 
You know, I'm, or I'm too not, soon. I, th- I think it may be too soon. I okay. still need to see more uh, fluidity in terms of his shot creation. He's been working on that, worked on it in the Olympics, worked on it in the offseason, uh, shooting more off the bounce, shooting more off the dribble is what he and his shooting coach, Drew Hanlon, worked on this offseason. I'm not so sure if he's going to be able to put that all together in, in just one season. You know, they say development is not linear. So, But I do think at the very least his floor will be as a solid 3 and D rotational player. I still think he'll maintain his averages around 16 to 18 points. 40% from three, shoot about 75, 76% from the free throw line. And I think that's what he'll he'll give us there. Plus, with the additions of Kemba and Fournier, I think those guys are going to have the ball in their hands as well to be able to shot create and play make as well. So I'm not sure how much they're really going to rely on RJ to, you know, put the offense on, on his shoulders. But at the very least, I like what he's going to bring to this team. And I think Alec Burks being back off the bench is key. We Burks. saw him. People in the chat know, know my, my thoughts on Burks, you man. Know, I'm Burks alive all day. I called him Jekyll and Hyde a yeah. little bit last year. Yeah. He had his moments where you made you, for me, pull my non-existent hair yeah, out. But exactly. Made you pull your hair out. But, yeah. man, when he knocks down shots and gets in a rhythm, he lights up the garden. We know, yeah. you know, if you were at the playoff games, every time they made a three, it was the garden lit up, yeah. and Burks, yeah. we're going to see a lot of that. So I'm very excited that they brought him back because he's a, a good depth piece, depth. piece that they needed. Depth, depth. And like you said, he is a Jekyll and Hyde player, which is kind of typical for the Knicks. You know what I mean? We've had a lot of those guys. But uh, last year he brought it on in the fourth quarter, man. Solid three-point shooter. Can get you to the free throw line. Can give you some uh, playmaking as well in a pinch. So, you know, behind Rose, behind Kemba, you still have Burks that you can use in an emergency situation. Then you have quickly off the bench, you know, that three-headed guard rotation off the bench was solid. I think that's the best bench in the NBA, honestly, when you factor in Rose, quickly, Burks, and then you add Obi. Obi coming into his second season, man, a confident Obi Toppin. He is key. I think Obi is a big factor on this team. We saw the confidence that he developed in the playoffs. We saw him make a couple, you know, big threes. He made a couple dunks that lit up the garden. I think what we saw in the playoffs was important as a a stepping stool to get into this year, uh, CP, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I think during the year we question, is he ready? Did the Knicks, you know, take a risk drafting him? I think the playoffs and those moments in big spots was important for a young player like that. And you got to remember, how what is he? Twenty years old? He knows. No, Obi, Obi's about twenty-four. Is he's, he twenty-four? Yeah, yeah Obi, Obi's uh, Why did twenty-four. I think he was younger. I don't know. Yeah, he's twenty-four. But he's he's an electrifying player. That the, you know, yeah. the Knicks have a couple electrifying players mm-hmm. on this team, and that's why people are excited. Whether it's the cardiac Kemba, whether it's yeah, D yeah. Rose, who, by the way, congrats to him getting engaged on the Garden Court side. I mean, the they biggest need to flex. His jersey just off of that. Oh, alone. Well, his girl retired. Yeah. Is retired in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for sure. But I mean, yeah. what a move. I mean. I know I saw a lot of girls put their Instagram stories goals. I'm like, yeah, that's dude. not happening. I'm sorry. You're, you're not getting engaged on the garden floor. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, we don't – me and CP don't know anyone that can make Oof. that happen for you. That is tough Man. to pull off. He paid a pretty penny yeah. to make that happen. So, shout out to D. Rose. But they have exciting guys, and, yeah. you know, he's one of those guys. So uh, And then you mix in the veterans. You got New Orleans. You got Taj Gibson. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to talk about development. This is big for Mitchell Robinson. He's going to be a free year. agent next summer. He's making, you know, a little under $2 million this year. Yeah, He's yeah. coming off injuries. A lot of question marks. He had the eye emojis during the playoffs. We yeah, thought we were yeah. going to see him. Never did. Never saw so him. So with Nerlens, especially Nerlens out here the first game at least, maybe more, Mitch Robinson's got a big role in this team. 
It's, it's going to be a huge year for Mitch. You know, I liked what his energy that he brought. Tip said he was only going to get his feet wet in that three-season finale, end up playing 27 minutes. But, you know, listen, it was a mixed bag. He, he started off with a, with a solid put-back dunk. I think that's where his impact is going to be on offensive, offensively for this team is cleaning up the missed shots, getting those offensive rebounds, putting it back up. He's bulked up a little bit, so hopefully he can bang, you a know, little down, bit. in the he, paint. Uh, well, yeah, he brought out the gun show. The he, numbers he are the insane show, from when he got to the league to now. Yeah. They, I forgot the weight, exact weight numbers, but he's grown a lot. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. said that in the beginning. He was, you know, you, you use him to take the SAT, number two pencil, yeah. super skinny, yeah. and now he's jacked. So mm-hmm. shout out to him for putting the work in because a lot of guys don't do that, and he did. Yeah. Uh, and that's important if you want to be a starting NBA center. He bulked up like he needs to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, listen, guys guys around his caliber have been getting paid. We just saw that uh, Daniel Gafford of the Washington Wizards just got a three-year, $40 million bag. You saw Jared Allen of Cleveland got a five-year, $100 million bag. So, you know, uh, uh, Robert Williams of the Celtics just got uh, paid. So, you know, Mitch, under new management, he's going to be looking to, uh, you know, increase his market value around the league. And, and hopefully the Knicks take care of him because I like to see him in an orange and blue uniform for some time to come. And as I was saying in, in that preseason game, you know, again, you saw his impact on this team in, in getting those offensive rebounds, cleaning up the offensive glass. He had a steal. He had a couple of block shots, intimidated shots. You know, so those things don't come out on the stat sheet. But that's what Mitch can bring to the game. It's a lot of perimeter versatility. And so he's a, he's a big factor for us on the defensive end as well. Listen, they got two good shot blockers in Erlens Noel and Mitch Robinson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was something they missed in the playoffs. Clint Capella talked his talk, yeah, and he walked his walk. He did, man. He, he did. walked he it did. like he talked it, yeah, or talked did. it like he walked it. He did. And the Knicks got to have an answer for that. And Mitch has got to be that guy. Yeah. You bulked up. Now go block some shots. Go throw down some thunderous yeah. jams. You got to clap back. We saw, you know, we saw Mitch in the off season shooting threes. Yeah. I don't think we're seeing. I'd like to see more of an offensive game from him, more than yeah. the dunks yeah. and the pick and rolls. Can he make a 10-footer from the elbow? Right. If he can do that, that's what's going to get him that paycheck because he's got to do more than just dunk and, and play defense. Yeah. I'd like to see an offensive game. He's bulked up, so maybe he's got some post moves, some hook shots uh, in his arsenal. You know, yeah. a guy who had some shots in his arsenal. John Starks is uh, walking by here. John Starks in the building. Yep, yep. So, yeah, Mitch, I'd like to see him develop his game. Before I'm like, all right, let's give him a contract extension right now. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see how he's developed since he's been hurt and see him healthy because that's been, you know, availability is important. Availability is your best ability, man. Availability is your best ability. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP the Franchise, Jake Brown Radio. We are live from the Quaker Ridge Golf Club supporting the Dr. Dick Barnett Foundation. We have a lot of attendees coming in now. A lot of the golfers are now eating lunch and uh, getting ready for 12.45 tea time. So, uh, yeah, we're here previewing the Knicks season, previewing Knicks versus Celtics, man. Who we got in the chat? We got JJ in the chat, always in here, never misses a show. Mel, how you feeling, Mel? Junior Caroma never misses a show. Junior was in here last night. We had uh, Keith, Keith Smith from Celtics blog coming in and, and uh, previewing the uh, Wednesday night matchup. So, um, great show. We got an action-packed, action-packed week ahead on Knicks Fan TV. The phones are down for a minute, but uh, you guys can call us up via the Knicks Fan TV Discord. So, Dave, if you can drop the Knicks Fan TV Discord link and uh, make sure everybody knows how to uh, check in with us on the Discord because the phones are down temporarily. So while we try to get that back up, you guys can give us a call on the Discord. 
an improved Eastern Conference too this year, CP, yeah. is going to make it interesting because I think there is a chance that the Knicks finish lower, a good chance they finish mm. lower than four, yet improve on last season, which yeah. sounds weird, but because of the improved East, parity. you know, I think, I guess we'll give win predictions a little bit later, but mm-hmm. I think they could have more wins than last year. Well, there's more game, 10 more games too. I think they could have more wins, but finish closer to a six or seven seed. Mm-hmm. So the goal really is to avoid the play-in. Avoid the play-in, the play-in. scares me yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. So at the worst, I'd like to see them be six, but yeah. I could see them, you know, winning 47, 48, and being a seven seed just because of the improved ease. I'm going 46. Now my guy JD, shout out my guy JD in the chat, and shout out my guy Icewater from Brooklyn. He he he's set the tone early. He set the tone from like summer league and said we're winning 50 games. We're going to Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. He jumped out the window, all the way out the window. I respect it. I wasn't ready to go that far. You know, I still have PTSD as a Knicks fan. I still feel like you know we got we got to crawl before we run. You know what I mean? We, we we only won one game against the Hawks, and now everybody's taking us to the Eastern Conference Finals. We we, we got to keep building and see where we end up as the season finishes because I just feel like you know. Our health is going to be a key, yep. especially with our two guards. Yep. Obviously, Julius has shown to be durable outside of his rookie year. He broke his leg, but he's been an overall durable player. RJ's been an overall durable player. But the health of our team is very important. Uh, we have to come together. Chemistry. Yep. You know, you have Kemba, you have Fournier. These are not just, uh, you know, role players, but guys that can play, make, and create for themselves. So how do they fit? How do they find their way in this offense that was primarily rely- relying on Julius Randle out of isolation last year? Um, you know, Mitchell Robinson health. You know, how do, how do we keep him healthy? You're already starting the season off with no Nerlens Noel. He's doubtful for the season opener. So the health is certainly going to be a factor. Chemistry is definitely going to be a factor. And then, as you said, it's a lot of parity in the East this year. You know, I'll put the Bucks and the Nets in the top two tier. You know, put some respect on their name. But after that, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, Ben Simmons looks like he, he he's here with the Philly in spirit. But... You know, not physically. He seems like he's all over the place. So we don't know what's going to happen with Philly. You have the Hawks. Obviously, you got to put some respect yeah. on their name. Deep team, playoff experience. You have Heat. Uh, Heat. You got to you got to always respect the Riley team. I thought they improved and defensively they're going to be there with the uh, with the additions of Lowry and Tucker as well. So we have to see how they play. Um, Celtics. I think Celtics are going to yep. be right with us, neck and neck. They're running their team through Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum. So it's going to be a lot of competition, man. A lot of competition in the East. So the, the Bulls are an improving Bulls, team. They Bulls. had a great offseason. The Pacers are in the conversation. Yeah. The Raptors. Got to respect the Pacers with Carlisle as a coach. Now yep. they got a serious coach again. Yep. You know, obviously Sabonis, Lavert. You got to respect those guys. So I, I think the Pacers could uh, could make some noise too. I'm going to say 47 wins for the Knicks. 47 and 35. 47. Okay. Um, I guess that puts them around the six, maybe the seven. Again, yeah. would love to be six and not have that play in. It was nice last year to have home court. Obviously, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a factor, too, CP, is that the entire season, every arena, fans are back. So that could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Knicks have a good, pretty good mix of veterans and young yeah. guys. But yeah. I think for them it's good because the garden rocking is always tough for opponents. Yeah. Those defense chants, you know, it's real. And, you know, we saw how it played a factor in the game the Knicks won. You know, game one, we won't, you know, people still have nightmares about that. Frank Nilakina in the final possession. We won't talk about that, but they were in that game. They won another game at home. So, you know, two of the three home games, they really won. Let's just say they won that first game. You know, so that plays a factor. And having 41 of those this year Mm -hmm. is going to be monumental, seeing Kemba light of the garden. So, 
You know, the Knicks did pretty well without fans, but I think having fans, at least at home, is yeah. going to help them even more. you got to hope so because when, when, when we first came back to the Garden and you went from having 2,000 people to now 15,000, I thought they were shell-shocked, man. I, I had a you know pretty up-close view uh, of their expressions and their body language in game one, and, and i got to tell you that the, I thought the crowd's energy kind of shocked them a little bit. Yep. You know, they were all over the place. They were missing their shots. Julius was looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So hopefully, you know, as the preseason, we've gone through the preseason, had a couple home games already, they start to get used to that energy again and, and uh, used to the, the fans to kind of, you know, galvanize themselves. And listen, they got hot when fans were in the building. I was at the start of that win streak. I think it was versus Memphis, that overtime yeah. or double overtime mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was only 1,800, 2,000 people. But yeah. They got hot once fans started entering the building. Mm-hmm. So if 2,000 could pump them up, you know, 16,000 pl- plus yeah. is going to do it, as we saw in the playoffs. So um, it definitely plays a factor. You saw it. That win streak is what catapulted them mm-hmm. to become the four seed and have home court. So, you know, pack the building, pack the garden. You know, yeah. tickets already going for a little over 100 to get in Oof. tomorrow night. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be a hot uh, ticket, I'm gonna be, I'm going to be paying a pretty penny. Uh, <laughs> people always ask, you know, you must go to all the games free. I'm like, no, I'm a fan. You know, most of the games, I mean, I pay for I don't know about you, but I, yeah, I pay yeah, for yeah. a good portion here and there. Right. You'll, be, you'll be given tickets. But most, you know, mostly the Knicks fan TV, we're fans playing for our tickets. Yeah. And it is a pretty penny to get into the garden. It's going to be a hot ticket all year it's, long. It's going to be a hot ticket. Hey, listen, there's a reason why they're the number one most valuable team in the NBA and, and uh, top five in sports. You know, Forbes just released their uh, most valuable NBA franchises, Knicks at the top as well, I think around $7 billion. So if you think Sheesh. Dolan is selling anytime soon, guess again because it's an absolute cash cow. And, and we all know win, lose, or draw, Knicks fans are going to be in the building. So tomorrow night's going to be electric for you guys that are at home. Just remember that we will be live tomorrow from Mustang Harry's 5 o'clock start time pregame show. Then we'll be doing a couple Knicks fan TV live streams from MSG from the Knicks versus Celtics home opener. And then, of course, wrapping up the night with Knicks postgame live, taking your phone calls and uh, your takes on the game. Speaking of phone calls, Jake, we got a call in from the Discord. We got a call in from the Discord. Aaron is not cool is on the Discord. I, I went to a game and Aaron was at the game, man. Aaron, what's going on? I hope he, he's actually cool, though. Yeah, he's a cool, he's okay. a cool guy. He's, cool. he's a cool hey, guy. Hey, CB, man. how's it going? What's good, man? How you feeling, man? Are, are you in the building tomorrow? Are you coming? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming with uh, Anthony MSG. Okay, okay, no ah, doubt. Yeah. Anthony Donnie, yeah, yes. He, he had a little crew, so I, yeah. I, I, I had to join up and because I couldn't get tickets to y'all. Y'all sold out too quick. Man, we, we, we sold out quickly, man. But shout out Anthony MSG for sure. Uh, all right, first things first, hit that like button, hit that follow button okay. on Twitter. Uh, you know what it is. Um, so I want to talk about, like, one of the things last year I was kind of worried about was Tibbs's rigidity. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have a lot of options on the bench, uh, and we had to rely on a lot of, like, gems to come through. Um, obviously, you know, Rose did a great job picking up uh, a lot of options for us, and I think that that's starting to come through especially in the preseason you know we have Obi just like comes off the bench he runs 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 mm-hmm. quick has a lot of you know energy we saw him develop more as a point guard over the summer mm-hmm. um and then we have the the you know the iq of rose and nerlands coming off the bench so we have a lot of youth and we had a lot of like strength of mind mm-hmm. um so that's one of the things i feel like is going to be really underrated within uh 
the season is how strong our bench is going to be. And yeah. I think we're going to see it like right out of the first gate. Like I, I think that the Celtics bench versus our bench is going to be where we really separate ourselves tomorrow night. Um, so I just want to hear what your thoughts are about that. Yeah, and, and, and great call. Thanks for the call, Aaron. See you uh, See you at MSG hopefully tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, I'll try yeah, to find you guys. Yeah, man, a- absolutely. And I think you, you're right. You know, Tibbs, Tibbs is going to be tested. You know, how he handles that depth is also going to be questioned. You, you know you know, you got Mark Berman from the post. As soon as Tibbs closes with, with Rose over Kemba, he's going to ask, why was Kemba not in? Why was Rose in? That? You know, the depth is going to come into question at times, especially when Tibbs has to deal with closing lineups because you have guys that can get hot. D. Rose can get hot. Kemba can get hot. Quickly, Burks can get hot. You know, where, where does RJ factor in in terms of closing lineups when, when you need buckets and things of that nature, as, as Tibbs was questioned last year? So, how Tibbs handles the depth is definitely going to be a key question this year. Do you think we'll see some of both Kemba and Rose out in final? Maybe a Kemba, Rose, Fournier, uh, Barrett, Randall lineup to close out games. Do you see? You think well, we see that at all? In in the in the preseason finale against the Wizards, you did see Kemba and Rose on the court together for a couple of minutes. So I don't think that's out of the question. And if Tibbs is looking for you know more playmaking and more guys that can put pressure on the rim, again, if the matchup presents itself where defensively they're not hurting you too too bad, I think you'll see it a lot this year. I think you'll see it a lot. Now, will he go with Julius exclusively at the five? I'm not so sure. But you did see Kemba and, and Rose sharing the backcourt together, and then you also in that preseason finale which was key for us keep in that run to close the game you saw Julius and Obi playing together which people have been questioning from last year whether or not Tibbs would, would go that way because people are trying to figure out how do we get Obi some more significant minutes and and really you know utilize his strengths and so you saw that and during their time together on the court Knicks had scored 29 points in that quarter outscored the Wizards by 16 points, including the Julius game winner. So it was the closing lineup of Rose, Grimes, Barrett, uh, 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 Obi, and Julius that that really took us home. So, you know, the question for Tibbs in terms of how they played together was going to be how do they defend and how do they rim protect? Obi had three blocks in that game. And so his rebounding, his defense has been coming up and been catching up. So you could see that as well. You could see a small ball lineup of Obi and Julius uh, more often this year. Yeah, I think it's going to depend on matchup, CP. You know, you know, when you're facing a guy like Capella, you're probably going to have Noella Robinson in there. But the dynamic of do we want our rim protector out like a Noella Robinson or do we want as many shooters as possible? Obi could shoot the three. Yeah. Rando could shoot the three. Barrett, Fournier, Kemba. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic going up against some of these big centers, too, in the East. Yeah. I feel like he's going to have a, a Mitch out there to rim protect. But – you know, if, if you're down 10 with four minutes to play, you need your shooters out there. Yeah. And in those situations, we're going to maybe see Obi get some significant minutes. So this is a big ye- second year big for year. Obi Toppin where, you know, I don't know if he's most improved player, but yeah. he could be in the conversation on the Knicks for most improved Knicks. player yeah. from what he did last year to this year. Yeah, and, and he was mine. We, we did our season award predictions last night. O- Obi was my pick. I'm going to ask you for yours in a second. Well, you mentioned uh, close in line of potentials. We did do a closing lineup show as well. It was a hit with the fans. If you're the coach and you, 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 you're closing in the lineup, where are you going off the rip? Just off the top, freestyle, who's your five to close a game? My five, I, I love having Kemba and Rose out there just because, one, Kemba can shoot the three. Rose can attack the rack. We saw Rose down the stretch make big buckets. So I want both those veterans out there. 
um, in tight games down the stretch. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Kemba. I'm going to say Rose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Fournier. Barrett Randall is my Ooh. final five okay. at times. Maybe yeah. maybe you replace Fournier, but I, I want yeah. I want those shooters out there, at least four of those guys who can yeah. make make three balls. So right now, because he's earned it, I'm gonna go D Rose to close. I just think he he's he's ready to go. He's got the chemistry locked in with a lot of these guys. He's the MVP, he's been in big game situations. Not to take anything away from Kemba because I think he can also excel in that light, but I'm gonna go with Rose. I'm gonna go with um you know, I'm going to get R.J. in there. I think, R.J., you're going to need his defense. So I'm going to go with R.J. at the uh, at the two. At the three, I'm going with Alec Burks. No, I'm going Burks at the two. I'm going R.J. at the three, but I'm throwing Burks in there because I need Mr. Fourth Quarter in there. Okay. He's been clutch for us last year. He's a bucket getter. And so I'm, I'm going to go with Burks there. And then I'm going to go Randall. Obviously, he's your staple. He's your mainstay at the four. And then I'll go Mitch at the five. I still okay. need some defense, some rim protection, some rebounding, some offensive rebounding. I'm going block nest monster at the five. And so, uh, yeah, that, that's So that's Burks my over Fournier is your surprising move there. Yeah, because I, I just feel like Burks will give you a little bit more wiggle on the shot creation standpoint, a um, bit more of a game, and nothing against Fournier. I think still think his shooting is going to be much needed on this team. But I just like Burks' fourth quarter edge. And so uh, I'm going to give him that. Uh, I'm going to give him that. Yeah, well, a yeah. guy who can make threes is in front of us right yeah. now, John Starks. John Starks in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to uh, welcome number three, CP from Knicks Fan TV. How you doing, Jake man? Brown, New York Sports. Good to see you, you, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, at home, a man who needs no introduction, our number three. There's been many a Nick that wore number three, but there's only one number three that counts mm-hmm. in my book. John Starks is here with us. John, how you, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank, thanks for joining us. Thank, thanks for joining us today. So uh, we're here kicking off and, and previewing the next season, 2021-22 season. Uh, what, what's been your thoughts on this team? You know, they, they surprised the league, making the fourth seed last year and mm-hmm. making it to the playoffs. And it's a lot of expectations for this team this year. Well, what's your thoughts on the roster composition and, uh, and your outlook for the team? Well, the roster is... I think it's perfect. Um, you know, you got a mixture of uh, young players along with veteran players, mm-hmm. you know, the likes of uh, Derek Rose, uh, Todd Gibson. Uh, all these guys uh, stepped up big time last year, uh, especially Derek. You know, uh, seemed like he turned back the clock yeah, yeah. Uh, during the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, this was very special uh, throughout that whole playoff run. Uh, and Randall, you know, coming back the way he came back yeah. and having the year that he had, you know, and – Having Mitchell Robinson back in the fold now, mm-hmm. uh, I got a chance to check him out during uh, preseason mm-hmm. uh, this last game. Uh, he didn't bulk up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So, Mitch got bigger. Yeah, so yeah. he he looks good. And, you know, we got some young young players, McBride mm-hmm. and, and Grimes and a lot of these young guys, Sims, uh, which I think could be very good in this mm-hmm. league. Uh, so uh, I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited, like I am every year <laughs> at the start of the season. And, uh and those guys, and obviously with uh, Tibbs, they're going to go out and they're going to play hard yeah. night in and night out. And, and that's what makes this team special. I think last year they had a, a great identity, uh, defense first, offense second. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, if anybody knows Tibbs, that's what they're going to be, a hard-nosed defensive-minded team. It's not a celebrity golf event if John Stark doesn't have the cigar in the hand. <laughs> cigar aficionado, you know, Stanford Cigar Lounge, yes. your place. 
What, by the way, what makes a good cigar? Like, what's a pristine cigar? What is it? What makes Mine. it? <laughs> no, but no, you, you have to have obviously a good tobacco, yeah, and, okay. and that's the main thing. And the wrap and the binder is is very important. And so, uh, and plus, it had to have a smooth draw, draw to it. You hate cigars that when you start pulling on it, you can't you can't smoke them. You yeah. know what I mean? They go they go out all the time, but ours don't. So uh, I'm excited about you know the cigar that we uh, created. It's called Legends cigar so well we have a, a legend here cp and yeah. you know a guy who makes a good coach is tom thibodeau and he's a guy that was an assistant when you were with the knicks what's been the progression of tibbs the assistant on the late 90s knicks to who he is now well i think with any coach you know you have to you have to perfect your perfect your trait and your your art and uh, i think he has done that uh obviously as a learning curve for any coach uh who's coming from assistant to head coach because now you you're in charge of, of the show and and so Tibbs had to learn learn a lot of things which he has done that over the course of his uh, career and it's great to see because I was there when he first started out uh, with the Knicks and it's good to see good to see the progression that he has made as a coach and uh, and the respect that he has in this league uh, how do you draw the similarities between Tibbs and and Pat Riley uh just their consummate work ethic. Uh, Tibbs is a worker, as you all know. Uh, Jeff was the same way, and they all learned that, uh, especially uh, Jeff. He learned it under Coach Riley, and Tibbs learned it under Jeff. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, I think, you know, having that background and having that knowledge uh, is helping him at this point in time uh, because that, that's what the way we play, mm -hmm. you know, hard-nosed defense get out of you and, and pound the ball inside when we had, had Patrick. But the game has changed now. Mm -hmm. And so, but Randall, you know, <laughs> he's special. You know, yeah. it's great to see that he has taken control. I think last year, especially during the playoffs, was a, a learning experience for him. And I think he's going to come back with something new, which you have to do every single year. Yeah. And, and you know, it seems like Randall, from his first year with the Knicks to now, it just seems like he, he's starting to handle the pressure and understand what it takes to play in New York. Well, how do you think you were able to, to handle that during, during your playing days? Well, I think the most important thing is that you, you have to um, not worry about outside influence. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Coach Riley really taught us that. Just focus on the 12 guys at the time. Now it's 15 guys. Mm -hmm. But focus on the 12 guys in this locker room as well as, as the coaches and, and not – really let the distraction get get the best of you because we're in the biggest city and the greatest city in the world in New York and there's a lot of distraction as you know and if you start listening to you know all the noise uh you know talk shows radio TV and all yeah, of Twitter that. Now. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter now. Twitter now. Social media yeah. is like huge right now. Mm -hmm. And you start listening to and buying into what people are saying, the negativity and stuff like that. And it enters your thoughts mm -hmm. when you step on the court. And so uh, when I played here, I got the best uh, – what's the name from uh, Trent Tucker. Mm. Uh, he told me, don't listen to talk radio, don't, mm. listen to, don't read the newspaper, mm. don't listen to TV, sports talk radio, none of that. Mm. It just focus on what, what you do out there on the court, and that served me well while I was here. I never, ever mm. listened to sports talk talk radio which are great shows yeah. don't get me wrong mm. but you know <laughs> it, it can be detrimental to players that really buy into all of that and so uh, and it served me well while I was here so that's why I was able to be 
successful. Okay, you never listen to Mike Francesa. <laughs> no. Mike and the Mad Dog. Mike. I play golf with Mike, but I, I okay. don't listen to <laughs> How's his golf game? I golf game is pretty decent. He's he got good? a decent Yeah, he got okay. a decent game. He got a decent game. He's got game. a lot of time of golf now. Yeah. Retired, he, t- so. he talks you to every shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said earlier, John, a guy that Knicks fans, I think the move that got Knicks fans excited was Kemba Walker. You know, yeah. we saw what he did at UConn here. We've seen what he does at the NBA at the Garden. Something about the Garden. What are you looking forward to in seeing Kemba at the Garden? And what is it about the Garden that brings out guys' electric performance? It's just different than going to play in Indiana or Miami. There's something about the Garden that says, I'm going to drop 50 tonight. Well, when you step inside the city, you know as players when you come here that this is the mecca of basketball. And the city game has been played throughout in history. And, And all the great players that have came out of New York City and to talk about the legends and, and the street game and what have you, born out of here. And so when players come here, they know that they have to bring their game. Uh, they know the fans are passionate about the game of basketball. They know they're very knowledgeable. And uh, and so you know you just have to bring your game when you come here. With Kimball, uh, I think the main thing with him, you, you're not worried about his play. You would just worry about him staying healthy. That's the main thing with him. I'm not worried about what he's going to do out there on the court because I know – He's going to put on the show when he's out there and he's healthy. So that's the the main thing with him. Yeah. How would you describe, you, you know, you said that game seven against the Pacers at the Garden was, you know, hmm. one of one of the yeah. best wins you, you experienced. How would you describe that electricity in, in, in MSG and the fans' reaction to you guys uh, clinching and, and going to the finals? Oh, it, it was bananas, man, during that time. And, you know, not just us, but the Rangers was mm, having right, the success right. that they was having during the playoffs, mm. and it was very special. It felt like that last year during mm, the playoffs. Right, yeah, yeah. It really did. It felt like that the city was on fire, uh, excited about uh, what the team has accomplished last year, and, you know, and that playoff win against Atlanta was very special. It was mm. just – you just can feel it. You feel chills kind of going through your body and, uh, and the excitement that, that was in that arena, and we want to continue that this year. When you when you launched on Jordan and, and, and Grant with the dunk, does it surprise you that to this day the fans still cherish that moment? You know, when, when you're in the yeah. middle of the, of the battle and, and, you know, you just want to focus on yeah. winning the game, does it surprise you that so many years later it, it's been etched in the brains of, of this fan base? Yeah, well, this is New York. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is New York, and they remember special plays like that. And I was very fortunate enough to be uh, – be the one that completed that particular play mm. against arguably the best player that ever played at this level and Michael Jordan. And so, um, and Horace Grant, let me not forget yeah, Horace Grant. Yeah. He got the brunt of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I, I didn't think nothing about it. It's just another play to me. I, I tell this story all the time. It, you know, I didn't dunked on a lot of guys mm. throughout my career. So uh, that was just another play that had to happen. It wasn't until I came back and started working for the Knicks mm. when I knew that play was very special yeah. uh, in New York uh, fans' minds. And so uh, and for this day, somebody asked me since 2004, since I started working with yeah. the Knicks, every single day somebody <laughs> asked me about that play. <laughs> so that's when I know it's special. And you can think about all the moments in either football with Ty- Tyree yeah. with the yeah. catch yeah. and – and uh, Derek Jeter with the plays. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, you can just think about yeah. so many guys. And those memories, those moments are, are epic moments uh, because of it's New York and, yeah. and sports is, 
is the thing. And That's so, uh, but I tell people if that play happened in Chicago, it's just another play. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, since it happened in Madison Square Garden, it's it became magnified. very, very special yeah. play. Yeah. When you win Absolutely. in New York, there's nothing better than that. Um, what's your win prediction? What's your win? Do you have a win total for the Knicks this year? Uh, last year, I, I said between 40 and 50, and uh, I think they uh, exceeded that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going 45, between 45 and 55. Yeah, I said 55. 46. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, 55 is high. You got John to, Starks is going You got to put it up ladies. there. You got yeah. to put it up yeah. there. You got to have a goal to reach for. All right, a 50-piece nugget. I'll yeah, take it. Go. 50 <laughs> and 32, I'm yeah. in. Sign me up. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, one of the signatures of the 90s Knicks was, was a physicality, especially mm-hmm. as a kid. We'd always see the battles with MJ and the Bulls. And, and the paces and the heat. But it, it seems like that attitude almost started on, on the practice facility because when we had the X-Man on the show, he told us about the brawl yeah, that, that yeah, him and Mason yeah, got yeah. into. And yeah. when Charlie Ward came on the show, he told us about how he and Monty Williams had to run the gauntlet in practice yeah, and, and really, yeah. you know, show their toughness. And, and Oakley caught him across the nose. <laughs> I mean, uh, what, what were some of your favorite war stories from, from practice that you could remember? Man, uh, it's probably the first practice when X first got here. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, him and Oak had like a little tiff the, the year before, I right, think, right. Or something like that. And and so we didn't know what that was going to turn out to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, and so, and Mace was trying to prove himself. And so that first practice, all you hear is like Brahma Bulls going <laughs> at each other. And uh, all you hear is like bodies, bam, 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 and hit and rouse them. I go up in there. I'm like, I'm not going up in there today. And so, what's up? What's up, Wes? We got so Wes Matthews Sr. in the building. I'm not I'm not going up in a day. I'm let them get that yeah. out their system. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they had something that they had to get out their system. And all yeah. of a sudden, Oak and X locked up. <laughs> and uh, they stared at each other, yeah. and it was over with. Yeah. After yeah. that. You know what I mean? They became, obviously, good friends and, and what have you. And, you know, and so it, it, it was wars down, yeah. down there low. So uh, I can remember one time Jeff Van Gundy, Step, stepped into one of our drills, Uh-oh. and uh, Oak planted them in the wall. <laughs> and, Jeff, and Jeff's like, Oak, you you know what? <laughs> oh, man, that, that was the most funny. He never stepped in any of our drills again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stepped under Alonzo yeah, Mourning, yeah, and that, yeah, that yeah. was the next exactly. step. That's, yeah. where <laughs> That's where he got his experience. Yeah, exactly. We're talking to John Stark, CP the franchise, Jake Brown Radio here mm-hmm. at the Quaker Ridge Golf Club. Um, just a couple, other, couple more questions for you before you go, John. You know, June twenty second, 1994. Game seven against the Rockets is mm-hmm. scheduled to tip off. You're in the locker room with a with a 28 year old John Starks mm-hmm. coming off that game six disappointment. What do you say to him? Uh, what do I say to the, in that game right there? It just changed the way you was thinking going into that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put a lot uh, pressure on myself uh, to go out there and and uh, repeat what I did in game six, and I didn't go in there with a relaxed mm-hmm. attitude, and mm-hmm. so. If I had to do it all over again, I would have definitely changed the way I was thinking uh, mm-hmm. going into that game. Because, you know, basketball is about your mentality. Mm-hmm. And if you go into a game and with putting added pressure on yourself, which I didn't need it to do, yeah. and um, then you can't go out there and play a relaxed game. And I didn't play a relaxed game. Everything was just kind of like sped up for me. And even like the night before, I didn't get no sleep mm-hmm. at all. So I was working on no sleep at all, and my mind was racing. And so 
uh, I would have changed the whole way I would have approached that game just from a mental standpoint. You ever wish you were able to finish your career with the Knicks? And the, the, oh, no question. Mm. No question. You know, I felt like when I got traded in 99 for Spree that uh, obviously Michael was retiring that year. And it obviously it was a lockout year. I yeah. just felt like we was going to go back to the championship. Yeah. And uh, I was going to get a chance to redeem myself. Uh, my prediction was right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but I wasn't right. on that team. So, yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, but you're still a beloved hero, beloved figure amongst this Knicks fan base. You know, for the youth that, that never saw you play, how do you want to be remembered? What, what is the legacy of John Starks? Well, just a, a guy that went out there and gave his all and never took a playoff. And, and that was just the way I was taught to play the game is play hard uh, to the final buzzer. And that's the way I wanted to be remembered, you know. I was undersized playing my position, and so I had to fight and scratch for everything I got uh, and to help this organization, you know, get back on top, mm -hmm. in which I, I was able to do that with, along with my teammates. And so I just want to be remembered as a hard-nosed individual. Who is today's John Starks? Do you have a player comparison in today's game to you? Uh, I think from a mentality standpoint, probably be Russell Westbrook. Okay. Mm -hmm. The way Brody. he play, you yeah. know, he just goes hard. And no matter what the outcome is, he's going to give a 110%. And I respect players like that. And so uh, probably him from a mentality standpoint. Fashion fashion standpoint. No, <laughs> no, 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 no relation no, He can have that. He can have that. That's, that's Russ. That's Russ. He's unique. Oh, man. Well, well, well John, we, we definitely appreciate you for your time. How's your golf game? You getting ready to get yeah, out there golf, for tea time? Golf game has is, is been good. Yeah. It's been a little raggedy uh, coming down the stretch at the end of golf season. I think I'm all golfed out, but I'm going to do my best out here today. All right. Well, good, good luck to you and enjoy it. And thanks again for the time. We really right, appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. 45 yeah. to 55 wins. Here first, John Starks. I'll take Number 50 three, all day. John Starks. John, thanks, thanks again, bro. man. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Right, Thank you. Number three, John Starks. Throw a hashtag number three in the chat for John Starks, man. One of my favorite Knicks of all time. He's got me time. in the mood for a cigar right now. Yo, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. For, if you got some extra cigars, yeah, we'll, we'll smoke them. He's got them. All right. Cigars all John day. John Starks, ladies and gentlemen, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Throw a number three in the chat for John Starks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was a moment right there, man. That, Love that was my guy. I, I got the dunk poster. You've seen the show. The dunk poster is right behind me, uh, man. That is signature for the studio. There yeah. was no other thing that was going to go up. That was the first thing to go Bro, up. Bro, he's a lot of people's favorite player. You know, yeah. we had him on the podcast earlier this year, and Sal Licata, he was his favorite player. He wore the jersey yeah. while we had him on the phone, and he was a hero to a lot of guys. It's very interesting. If the Knicks don't trade John Starks, do they still get to the finals? You know, because Spree was a big part of getting in the finals. Spree was big. Spree if was Starks big. is there and not Spree, do yeah. they get to the finals? Do they win the finals with Starks? Are they worse? Are they the same? Um, I still think Spree brought a different – he just brought a more vibrant energy. He was a different energy. You waited for him to walk away to say <laughs> that, didn't you? We just keep it in the book. We just keep it in the book. This is New York. I mean, look, you know, they brought in Houston to kind of take over for Starks, to be yep. that shooter. Right, so Houston came in, and the ironic thing is, is that Starks was asked by Dave Checkett in nine five nine six offseason whether he would endorse a Houston or Sprewell acquisition, not at the expense of him, but just to bring them as additions to the team. Mm-hmm. And he advocated for both of them. They end up signing Houston. A couple years later, they end up trading Starks or Sprewell. That's the irony of the whole thing. You always got to think, what if? Yeah, and yeah. you know, he said it. He would have loved to finish his career with yeah. the Knicks. I mean, who wants to – I'm sorry, but who wants to play in Utah? I mean, yeah. everything yeah. closed at 9 o'clock. You know, Forget alcohol that, closed at 6. Yeah. You know, he's not going to have a cigar lounge. It shows you, though, winning in New York, like we said, how much bigger it is that he won here. He wins anywhere else. He's not the hero he is in New York if he wins in Indiana yeah. versus here. So. Not at all. We got Wes Matthews Sr. in the building We got right Wes Matthews Sr. coming up Step in the building. The Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Mr. Matthews, CP the Franchise, Jake CP. Brown Radio. Jake Brown, good to Jake. see you, bro. Well, welcome to Knicks Fan TV live no from doubt. Quaker Ridge Golf Course. The ultimate Quaker Ridge. That's it. <laughs> that, that is it, man. Where we only get the comfort. <laughs> Tournament's over. That's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, it. It's a great day, though. Yeah. Great call. Be- be- beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful no day no in question. the neighborhood, man. So you were a part of the world champion Lakers 87-88 Pat Riley, Magic. I mean, just, just describe the, the the aura around that team, the Showtime Lakers, from from your perspective. What was that that whole championship run and experience like for you? For me, it was the ultimate uh, to be a part of a, a organization like the Lakers, mm-hmm. to be coached by Pat Riley, who was one of the greatest coaches of all times, an innovator, uh, mm-hmm. definitely knows how to put championships together, mm-hmm. uh, championship teams together. That is, yeah. and then to have. Uh, a leader like Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James Worthy, Byron Scott, who should be in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Michael Cooper, who should be in the Hall of Fame, Michael Thomas. In fact, that whole team should be. <laughs> but uh, it was the ultimate of basketball, best time of my life, best time for basketball. Uh, didn't realize it until after I actually got out of the league until I realized that I was in one of the best best series of all time in the Lakers and the uh, Celtics series. Celtics, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm starting yeah. to realize, like, wow, I was in that in the yeah. middle of uh, 
So, so you don't really realize it when you're in the middle of the you, you battle. Don't, you don't. You don't. You definitely don't realize it, but yeah. you know you have a job to do. You have to. You have to compete. Yeah. And uh, when you're going against Larry Bird, you know you better bring your best, or even the Celtics for that matter. Then we had a chance to go ahead and do something that nobody's ever done and win it back to back and by beating Detroit. So, basketball then was by far the best thing on, on the planet. Who was the toughest player you went up against? My toughest player I ever played against was Gus Williams. Mm. Gus Williams mm. was a problem. Shout out to Gus Williams. Yeah, shout Gus, out to was, Gus Williams. Yeah, shout out to Gus. You yeah. know, uh, I love him like a like a big brother. Uh, he was probably by far toughest guy. Uh, of course, you know Isaiah Isaiah was t- Isaiah Thomas was tough. Quiet as kept, Mark Jackson was a problem because mm. you know he he a was deceptive. Yeah, he was deceptive, guys. and you know he yeah. could do his thing, and then at the same time he could get his own bucket. So, you know, basketball. Then you know we all had to have. That skill to be able to score, but we also had to be able to run our organization. Yeah. Now, now we had the X Man on the show a couple months back, and, and he used to tell us all these tales about uh, Larry Bird being the biggest trash talker in the game. Uh, what, what would do you remember anything that Bird would say to you, especially during those matchups, those Lakers Celtics? Oh, no question, man. Like, like uh, if you watch the uh, Thirty for Thirty when he told everybody in the building that, don't worry about what the play is. You know, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna pop to. The- I'm going to go inside, pop to the corner, and I'm going to let it go. And that's exactly yeah. what he did. So if you can talk it and you can back it up, you can yeah. talk all day long. But he's right up there with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan talks a lot of crash, too. Well, Rashawn McLeod, and it, it was refuted later on by Jerry Stackhouse, told me that Michael Jordan sang Anita Baker's Giving You the Best That I Got when crossing over defenders. Did you ever see Michael Jordan sing while schooling someone on the court? I never saw that, but I saw him get awfully frustrated one day. Uh, we were in practice, and because, uh, of course, I played with Mike in 85, his rookie year, before he got hurt. Um, we were in practice, and Quentin Daly elbowed him twice. Uh-oh. And he just got pissed off, and the practice was over after that. He went to talking, and every time down, just give me the ball. So I just gave him the ball. He got out the way, gave him the ball, got out the way. And he dunked on the whole entire front line. And then he called practice, going home. We were only 30 minutes in. Did you know that rookie year that MJ was going to be, you know, the GOAT? Did you, Could you see those signs early on? Or I, no? I saw it early. You know, I saw it even in college, you know, because um, – when I played for the Atlanta Hawks, you know, um, the ACC tournament was always in the Omni. Mm-hmm, so they, mm-hmm. North Carolina would always come, and we always had a, a decent report. We always used to speak and talk basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I finally got to play with him over in, uh, in Chicago, it was just amazing that we finally got to hook up and we're finally going to be in the backcourt together. But, you know, I knew it then he was going to be a tough player. Goat, I don't know, because there's still Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's, 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 that's oh, your goat. You, you played with him, right? Oh, no question. Kareem's is, Kareem is great. Hooks, baby. There's that's no question. Hooks. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the. And you got to put Wilt in there and, yeah. and a whole bunch more. I mean, Wilt's there. Russell's there. Mm. You know, I mean, you could go on and on and on. But let's not forget Oscar Robinson and the rest yeah, of them. But, yeah. you know, pay homage. I mean, it's it's debatable. People like to talk about it. It sells papers and it keeps podcasts working and all that yeah. stuff. But. I'm taking number 33 with me everywhere I go <laughs> with the unstoppable Skyhook. We're, we're talking to Wes Matthews Sr. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We are live from the Quaker Ridge Golf Charity Event for the uh, Dr. Dick Barnett Foundation. Remember, yes. we have a, a silent auction 
going on right now. Knicks Fan TV Dave is going to throw the chat, throw the link in the chat. Make sure you go out and support the Dr. Barnett Foundation, supporting our youth and supporting their dreams, especially in their pursuits of higher education. So yes, uh, please, please go out there and, and support. Yes, sir. Uh, Wes, what, what were some of your memories, some of your battles against these New York Knicks? Man, I, I wish I would have took that trade when they wanted me back when they took Rory Sparrow. I yeah. should have let Rory stay in Atlanta. I went over to New York. I love New York, man. Yeah. New York is like the mecca, of course, basketball, mm -hmm. the garden, the fans. Either they love you or they hate you. Yeah. But you got to give them something. You got to be hard. You got to be work hard. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, just just enjoy the atmosphere. But mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of battles with the Knicks, of course, with Starks and, yeah. and uh, of course, Mark Jackson and Roy Sparrow, mm -hmm. uh, Bernard. So I seen them all. So, yeah. you know, and I'm a Nick fan. I was I was raised in Connecticut, so I'm a right. Walt Frazier fan. I wore ten in high school, nice. so you know. So I, it's Clyde, man. He's a goat. Yeah, Clyde's no doubt the goat. But you know, I, I'm just a Nick all the way around, man. Yeah. In fact, my son only played for three days, but I, <laughs> I was a happy Nick. <laughs> yeah. So the Knicks need a shooting guard. They can go get him. He's yeah. waiting for yeah. a phone call. But, you know, yeah, are, are I, I you just a love New York. Are you a proud papa? I mean, now he oh, got the yeah. time with the Lakers, so he played for the team you won championships with. you got to be a proud pop. No question, man. My, I, It's a dream come true to watch your son play basketball, do some of the same things you've done, and to achieve – more than I have because mm -hmm. that's all you always want. You want your kid to have, yeah. yeah. You yeah. want your kid to have more than you have, mm -hmm. and so to watch him to be able to, you know, mentor him and, and guide him through some of the times, you know, especially last year when the Lakers were juggling and didn't really want to play him, and they were all over the place. But mm -hmm. he's happy now. He's settled. He's looking for, you know, looking for that phone call. And like I said, who would have thought? <coughs> An undrafted player would play tw uh, twelve years of the NBA. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, he's already to fight the odds. What, what's your advice to him now as, as you know, he, he's battling the, the downsides of the business and, and trying to get back in? Just stay ready. Just stay ready. I mean, he's a specialist. You know, he plays great defense and he can shoot the ball. Mm -hmm. So, and if you can do those things, you, somebody's going to call you in the NBA. So, yeah. you know, no no rush. Like, we, you know, I just left him out last week. We just talked about just stay in condition, staying ready, staying mentally ready. Mm -hmm. It's not you. It's the business. And then, you know, as the business side comes, just when they call you, when the phone rings, pick up the phone and just yeah. go to work and just prove everybody wrong. I mean, you already had a chip on your shoulder from day one. Mm. But right now, just enjoy the ride. At the same time, while you're not playing, you're getting healthier. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's de he dealt with a lot of nagging injuries in his 12 years. So now he's able to the rest and get health, yeah. get healthy. So, you know, it's a positive. You know, we're on the positive side about this thing, man. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to call. Who, who were some of your mentors in the game coming up during your career? My mentor I had was Kareem, man. Kareem was like my big my big brother, man, my father, so to speak. You know, we sit there every day. We talk every day. You know, he advised me about certain stuff. You know, told me about nutrition and and, and, and health. And another one was John Williamson, rest, you know, rest in peace. John was another one of my mentors out of Connecticut. So, you know, I had a lot of people to look up to, man. So, you know, for the young kids out here today, man, just believe in your dreams and believe in yourself. Don't worry about peer pressure or what anything that's out there. Just God's giving you the ability, tap into your ability or whatever it may be, baseball, basketball, football, doctor, lawyer, whatever it may be, singing, dancing, whatever it is. Just tap into it and, and go with it. Go Run with it. it. Do you got a, a win prediction? Starks at 45 to 55, you know, broad range. What, what do you think the Knicks do this year? 45? I'm going to stay with – I'm going to go with Starks. 45-55 would be a great year for them. Uh, you know, after 
you know, just don't have a, a brain fart and don't make it like you did last year because yeah. everybody's expectations is super high sure, right now. Through the roof. Well, I mean, through you, the roof. You, got, you took us to the promised land. Now let's eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, get the Knicks fans what they want, man. I mean, you got a lot of people supporting you. You have the whole state of New York that loves the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You know, we're pretty much America's team as far as, you know, I'm concerned. Uh, so just – you know, with Rando and, and, and Tibbs and all of what they're doing, and, and my man, of course, Derrick Rose, yeah. you know, do what he's doing and how he's come back, man. Rose looks great. Just just, just great. go for the ride, man. Just yeah. enjoy the ride, man, and, and, and play every day and take every day, you know, like it's your last. You know what's interesting? I talked to George Gervin, the Iceman, and he, he was offered to go to the Lakers, you know, and they turned that trade down. Could you have imagined playing with the Iceman and maybe how many more titles – the Lakers could have won with the Iceman. Wow, Iceman that would have been Lakers. unbelievable. But believe it or not, I did play with the Iceman. I played with Iceman uh, in San Antonio. Wow. In fact, the year they cut Iceman, I cried like a baby. I was like, mm. who cuts the Iceman? Mm. I mean, I went to him. I said, Ice, you can cut me, man. I'll go home, man. <laughs> you are you a spur. There's no way they let you go. And he ended up going to Chicago. Oh. And that had a little rift with Jordan because he didn't want another superstar right, there. Right. But, you know, that's George Iceman Gervin. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, I played with him, so I, I love Ice. Ice well, is my is a big brother. It's funny because well. the mentality of the players back then, he said to me, we didn't want to join super teams like today. He wanted to take down the mm-hmm. almighty mm-hmm. Lakers. Yeah. Did you feel that way as a player? You wanted to take oh. down the better team and not join forces? Oh, no, no guys. question about it, yeah. man. It's only going to make you stronger as a man and as a basketball player to go against the best. You don't want to go join the best. Now, now if ha- you, you now are Showtime ha- Lakers, Now, if you get traded there, then, you know, but you don't want to just say, oh, I want, I, I want out of contract, man. I want to get traded. I mean, yeah. we, we had no balls. Excuse my language. We yeah. had no goal. To even go to an owner and say trade us, you know. So we're we're not we're not. Hey, owner, trade me. I don't want to be here. Yeah, okay. We got somewhere for you to go because the owners didn't play. You know, we were under different circumstances as they are now. Mm -hmm. The players running the league now, but uh, you know, knock the knock the big ones off. Like when I was in uh, San Antonio, I had a chance to knock off the Lakers. I was averaging thirty five in a playoffs that year. All I wanted to do was knock them off. Mm -hmm. So what happened was. I'm not, we lost to them in three, but it, next year I'm a Laker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magic well, said, go works. get that dude. I'm tired of that dude running, running by me. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Hello. to Wes Matthews, salute, senior. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Live at the Quaker Ridge Golf Club. Uh, Wes, final question for you, you know, for the, for the kids out there. First off, shout out to Quentin P in the chat. He said, shout out Wes Matthews, Bridgeport, Connecticut's own. Yes, so, sir. So I, got, yes, sir. I lived in Trumbull, shout Connecticut, out. so oh, I know Bridgeport very well. Shout out yeah. Connecticut, man. Yeah. Shout out Merrick Canteen out there. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Mall Bridgeport's the in the house. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Bridgeport in the The building. Bluefish. Yeah. Yeah. No sir. longer there. That ran him so, out of town. Can't believe it. Got the Sound Tigers. That's it. Can't believe it. So, the, the legacy. Oh, no, we got the Westchester Knicks coming, too, though. Oh, that's right. The Knicks are moving. They're moving. They're moving. They're moving out of Brisbane. They, they are so moving. So we get to see the Knicks. You know, that? the farm system, yeah, they're coming to uh, – to our arena. They're going to be yeah. in our arena for like 35 games this year. Yeah. Oh, they, they cool. are. So that's pretty cool. That, yeah. that is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so last question for you. I know, I know you want to get out there on, on the green. Um, what, what is the legacy of West Matthew, Matt, Wes Matthews Sr.? How, how do you want to be remembered as a player? Hard-nosed, tough, intelligent. You know, just love the game. Just a student of the game, love the game, and – as as today, I, I even give back to the game. So mm. you know, I I 
I really enjoyed this game. This game has been very good to me and my family. Yeah. And I just want to just continue to grow it worldwide as it's already super duper big. But just, you know, just know me for a really cool dude that, you know, that's personable. Don't mind hanging out with the fans. Don't mind chatting it up, chopping it up. You know, I'm just, that was just my job. Yeah. But the real yeah. Wes Matthews is a cool dude. Sounds good. I, I can tell based on our brief interview, Wes. So wait, one more. Yeah, Who's a better golfer? You or Starks? Who's winning? Yeah, oh, Starks would kill me. <laughs> I'm not messing with John. In fact, I, I, does John have a job? Because he's always on the oh, damn golf oh, course. It is cigar in his yes, mouth. He better got an extra cigar. for you. There he is. There he is. Hey, Puffing hey, Starks, well. man. You got an extra cigar for me, man. Puffing and putting. Puffing and putting. The John, the great John Starks. But I had a pleasure of hanging out with John and playing with John a few times. But yeah. I don't think too many people in the league would be John right now, man. John is scratch handicap because he played every day. Every Profession, day. Each, professional charity golfer. Doesn't John miss Stark. it, man. Does yeah. not miss it. Hey, where's John? Oh, he's on the course. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wes, thank, thank you Thanks so for much for Thank you for having yeah, me, man. We appreciate certainly appreciate you. it. Good work. We'll see you, you out there. Much. It's a pleasure. Wes Matthews, let's, senior let's ladies go and Knicks. gentlemen. Let's, let's go, go Knicks. Knicks. Hit that thumbs up on feed, boys. Bridgeport's only. If you're from CT, if you're from Connecticut, 203. Let's put your 203s in the, in the air. Yeah. 203. <laughs> I still got the 203 number. Throw, throw a CT in the chat if you guys are repping Connecticut. I know the video feed's been kind of choppy, man. You know, we're, we're, we're at the mercy of, of the outside elements, man. We, we got a, uh, a connection, Ethernet connection here. but um, We do have some breaking news, though. Yeah, what Not is, Knicks related, but Ben Simmons was thrown out of practice today by Doc Rivers oh. and has been suspended for the first game of the season. Oh, man. So the drama with Ben the Simmons continues. The drama continues, man. The drama continues, man. What, uh, Doc threw him out. What, uh, ben Simmons thrown out of practice. Today. Thrown out of practice, one game suspension. Today. Crazy. Yeah, that, that was uh, Starks looking for the intel. Had, yeah. to, had to give Starks I'll be the Starks intel, Woj man. for the day. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. According yeah. to Woj, had to, of had to Woj bomb this thing for Starks, man. Uh, you've seen that happen a mile away, man. Uh. Yeah, yesterday's uh, uh, you know performance was he should be embarrassed for himself. To me, I think he's doing himself a disservice by, by what he's doing because he should be – doing his best to up his trade value, get more teams involved, get more teams interested, have more teams see that he's more than just, uh, you know, uh, ground, ground and pound to the paint and that he has some more, you know, versatility to his game. He should be all magnificent. He should be showing off what he worked on in the offseason. Offseason, you saw him shooting some jumpers. Embiid was even asked during the, the Sixers media, he's like, what do you want to see from uh, Ben Simmons? He's like, hey, everything you see in those workout videos, that would help. So, to, to me, he, he's doing himself a disservice. Doc said, I just thought he was a distraction today. He didn't want to do what everyone else is doing. He's on, a, he's on a lonely island with, you know, Andy Sandberg out there. He's doing his own thing, yeah. and that's not a team player. And I'm just here so I don't get fined. He's, he's a reality on, he, he's show. On, Who did he date? Who's he dating? Kendall Jenner? What was I think it? so. One I, of those, I can't keep one up. of those reality I, yeah, stars. I, I can't keep up, man. But, uh, yeah, it's foolish what he's doing. I think he's doing himself a disservice. I can't see how, you know, many teams are, are knocking on his door with, with the attitude he's displaying. To me, it would have helped him if he would just want to went in there, played hard, and, and showed off his, his market value. They got to trade him. I mean, you got to yeah. just take the loss. Honestly, it's a win yeah. if you get rid of his contract. Track. Yeah. At this point, you just got to take your L and, and, you know, hopefully you get some draft Top. picks and maybe a player, but yeah. he's got to go enough. Listen, you know what I say, whether it's Nets or it's the Sixers, burn, baby, burn, because that's another notch up 
for the New York Knicks because we are unified, 1 through 15, coach, front office, everything. Yeah, we Ky- are Kyrie in. and Ben Simmons are going to form their own uh, squad. Get them up at the it. Flat Earth, uh, <laughs> <squad>. <laughs> the Flat Earth All-Stars squad. Flat Earth All-Stars. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. CP Jake Brown of the New York Post podcast in the building, Quaker Ridge Golf Club, man. We are live and direct. They're getting ready. You're going to get ready. I mean, it's hit the greens. How you feeling, man? Everybody's I'm going to be shanking some balls, some uh, slicing <laughs> hey, and dicing in the words of Clyde. Hey, will be my golf it's, game. It's, it's a beautiful course, man. So I, I would uh, definitely get out there. If it was a mini golf greens, I, I would get out there and show my skills off. But you got uh, it right here, puffing and putting with yeah, John Starks. Yeah, I, that's right. That's right, man. I should jump in there, man. Um, let's see. We are on a, uh, you know, there's been some video connections. Uh, I know, but I think the audio angel went through. For the whole thing, right? For Starks and West Matthews, the audio was was clear. Was clear. I think it was just the video was choppy. I don't know. You don't know. Uh, I think it could be uh, internet internet connection, but uh, yeah, it has to be. No, because because we're on the wired connection, so. Yeah, yeah, so we're all, we're all I, I think I think their internet is just. Uh, you know, yeah, so the audio has been good. Uh, but the video's just been a little bit choppy. But like I, like I always tell you guys, man, when we're outside, we got to deal with the elements, man. Whatever it is, we just got to deal with it. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys no matter what. And uh, and just ride with us either way, man. We do we do our best. I'll close out with this as I go golf here. Yeah. 47 wins. The Let's Knicks go. win tomorrow. I'm excited. The Garden's going to be rocking. They start off with the win. Their, yep. their schedule the first week isn't terrible. They get Orlando twice. Twice. They got Toronto in there, Indiana. Teams that I consider at them or below them. Yeah. Orlando definitely below them. Yeah, yeah. Toronto below them. Indiana maybe right around where they'll be. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a chance here to get off to, you know, a six and two, seven and three kind of start. Yeah. And you start hot, get everybody going, have Nerlens Noel out there healthy eventually. Hopefully. And hopefully. Uh, it's gonna be a big season. And hopefully I can stop by tomorrow, but excited to see you at the garden. Yes, sir. And excited to see you throughout the season. CP, let's go, great Nick. Great job, man. Thumbs up in the chat. Hit that thumbs up. CP does a great boys, job. Man. Knicks fan TV always good, good on top of the there, man. Hit it straight. That's what they say. Just hit it straight, man. Uh, if not, I'll be eating and puffing cigars. <laughs> that's, so. that's it, man. Thanks great for having show. me. Yeah, man. Great show, Jake. Great show. All right. Jake Brown headed to the greens. Uh, I'll hang out for a little bit longer, and then I'll, I'll eat some lunch. Got something to do with two, and then um, we'll probably be back on around, uh, say, about 4.30 or so. So stay tuned for that. We'll try to get the Internet issue solved and make sure we get that uh, get that sorted out. But great show. Great show, Dave. Super Dave in the building. Dave, make sure you drop that link as well to the live auction. We are here at the uh, Quaker Ridge Golf Course. Yeah, just turn it around. Yep, there you go. We are here at the Quaker Ridge Golf Course. CP here checking in. No, I'm not going to hit the greens. My golf game is is uh, is not that good right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm a content creator right now. I can't I can't do everything. Can't do everything. J. Cal in the building. J. Cal, what's going on? J. Cal, you should be out here, man. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I, I don't know how your golf game is, but uh, we're out here in Scarsdale, New York. Nice nice country club, brand new. Still doing some renovations on the inside. And, uh, you know, for those of you that uh, are joining us late, we just heard from John Starks, man, one of my heroes, one of my idols. John Starks was just here talking Knicks season preview, talking about the glory days of the 90s. We talked about the dunk. We talked about the Rocket Series. And, and uh, you know, it was, it, was, uh, it was a great time. We heard from Wes Matthews Sr. We're waiting on uh, H.C. Allen Houston. I'm not sure if he's going to come again. 
Uh, Angel, if you see Steve, just see if, if Alan's coming. If he's coming, we'll wait. If not, we'll just wrap up and, uh, and, and continue later on this evening. And yeah, beautiful day. And so just to run down uh, the schedule again, tomorrow, opening night, big one. We, we are live and direct. 2021-22 campaign starts for real. We're going to kick it off 4 o'clock on SNY. I'll be with Ian Begley and the putback, Chris Williamson, as well. I'll drop the link in the community section and all my social media channels, let you guys know how to find us. We need everybody there at 4 o'clock. Then... 5 o'clock, tune back into Knicks Fan TV. We'll be live from Mustang Harry's, the pregame show, CP, JD Sports Talk. Ian Begley will be joining us. We'll have a couple other special guests joining us and giving us their thoughts on the Knicks season and the, uh, and the Knicks home opener as well. So we're going to be looking forward to that. We'll be at Mustang Harry's. So we'll do the show from there. And then, uh, then we'll do the pregame from inside MSG. Just give you guys a feel for the, for the vibe, for the energy. We'll do the halftime half show from MSG as well. And then Knicks Fan TV after dark. Win or lose, we will be live as soon as the game is over. Walking out of MSG. Hopefully we'll have uh, good service. If they win, might not be so great. If they lose, we should be good to go. And, and just getting your takes on all of it. And then after that... Knicks post-game live presented by Manscaped. CK2K and Ashley Moss will kick us off. And then myself and JD will jump in as soon as we get to, uh, to, uh, to our uh, respective destinations. So that's the rundown for Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it. No sleep. It is what it is. The grind don't stop. CP the franchise in the building. Who else we got in the chat, man? Who else, we, who else we got in the chat? J. Cal says CP seems more of a Call of Duty star. You know, J. Cal, I've retired from Call of Duty, man. I haven't been on my Call of Duty game in, in a long time. I've kind of retired. You know, I went from Call of Duty, man, and, and uh, my nephews were over one day, and I tried Fortnite, and, man, I was just getting scraped. I was getting scraped all over the place. Just, just my, my Fortnite game was just absolutely atrocious, and it was at that point when I said, you know what, I think I need to transition fully and uh, – you know, just just pass off the baton to, to the youth because that Fortnite stuff, I just couldn't get with it, man. But I'll probably get, jump back on uh, on Call of Duty one of these days, you know. Probably do that. Who else we got in the chat here? My guy Rome, day to take over in the building. Rome, how you feeling? The Fishers in the chat. Fishers in the chat has been talking this Ben Simmons stuff all all uh, all all month since the rumors came about. I'm sorry, man. I'm just not with it. Uh, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of, of his attitude. Uh, and listen, this is a business. This is a tough business. I advocate for the players to fight for their rights. And, you know, but this situation, I just don't see how he's, how he's helping himself. You know, I don't see how he's helping himself. I'm not, I'm not absolving the Sixers from their situation, but Simmons isn't the guy, both mentally and physically, from, from a game standpoint, is the guy that I want near this team. This Knicks team is cohesive. We have a cohesive locker room, cohesive unit. And while he's a talent and would certainly, you know, upgrade us in certain respects, I'd rather, you know, stay the course with what we have. Who else? We got Blood of the Panda in the chat. He's hashtag Obi Avengers. I know he's looking forward to a big, big season from Obi Toppin. He was my pick for most improved player. Uh, Angel, any, any word? Uh, they all went out uh, to hit the okay. field, so we'll be back after the... All right. All right, so we'll probably wrap. If H2O comes back, if H2O gets here, because I haven't seen him here, we'll uh, we'll always go back live. So so we're gonna be here till about uh, 5 o'clock anyway. So if if Alan comes back, 
we will uh, jump back in here live and, uh, you know, we'll just throw the bat, bat signal out here for you guys. Let me shout out to more people in the chat. Will from LI in the building. Will, what's going on? Will will be here uh, with us tomorrow during the game. Shout out to Will. Shout out to John Talento in the chat. Never misses a show. William Luca Jr., how you feeling, man? Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, man, this is this is uh this is the road attire. You know, CP the franchise road attire. You know what I'm saying? Versatile. You know, you guys always see me in, in the Knicks gear, Knicks fan TV gear. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah, we we, we like to, to to sharpen it up a little bit. You know, we are on the road. Shout out to uh, Kai Events, K I W Events. Shout out to K I W Events. How you feeling? Uh, Larry McReynolds says CP Waves looking tight. Yeah, man, I, like I said, I wear hats all the time, but, you know, sometimes I, I just got to let the spinners roll, man. Just let the waves flow, man. We're surfing over here, man. Got to let the youngins know, man. It's playtime is over. Jeffrey Falto says, uh, CP, you need a shift at FAN. I could listen all day while delivering mail out here. So Jeffrey's on, he's on the grind. If you guys are at work right now, type in hashtag grind in the chat, man. Salute to you guys, man. We, we, we like doing the show during this time because it's always kind of lunchtime for a lot of people. So, you know, whether you guys are out there in the delivery trucks and the Ubers at work, in the office, wherever you guys are at, man, hopefully... This was a, uh, a good show for you. We heard from John Starks. We heard from Wes Matthews Sr. Me and Jake did our uh, Knicks versus uh, Celtics preview, Knicks season preview. That was good as well. So, yeah, man, shout out to everybody on the grind. Shout out my guy Shells Heavy up there in uh, Niagara Falls at the barbershop holding it down. Shells, always appreciate your support, man. You've been a day one, day one supporter. Always appreciate you, man. Always appreciate you. We have, uh, I'm just trying to read these, uh, trying to read here, a little glare. Shout out um, my guy from Poland. He says, regards from Poland, finally regular hour show. Yeah, that's that's also the benefit of the of the daytime shows. You know, our international viewers, very important to us. We want to keep them connected to the team, bring them closer to the team. And so whenever you guys are able to join us live, that's always a good look as well. So shout out to our uh, international viewers. Who we got on the grind, man? We got... Uh, Ralph Fernandez, Shells is at the barbershop doing his thing. Buffalo Bills, Shells, what happened to the Bills last night? Tennessee came in and uh, came back and won. What happened to the Bills, Shells? Talk to me, man. Corey Mitchell, he's on the grind. Shout out, Corey. Lash, what's good, Lash? How you feeling? Lash, are you in Dallas or are you in the A, man? What's going on, man? That's my family right there. Uh, Terrence Platt, what's good? Jonathan Felipe, how you feeling, Jonathan? Will's on the grind. Let's go. Eric Beats, Eric is going with us to the, to the home opener. Let's go. Eric is on the grind. Salute to Eric. Who we got? Uh, Lucy, Louis C. What's going on? Yeah, man. We, we are here live and direct. Definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in with us. As I said, Wednesday is a jam-packed day. You can start looking out for um, the show links starting tonight. We'll put those out. Make sure you set your reminders so you don't forget. Who else we got on the grind, man? Who else? Uh, big one on the third. How you feeling? We got New York, New York throwing the 50-burger in the building. Luke, how you feeling? Salute to Luke. We got Sweden in the house. Dwayne A., Sweden in the house. J-Cal, uh, what time are you going live, J-Cal? I know you usually do your live uh, shows this week in startups. Make sure you guys check that out. One of the top podcasts in the world. Make sure you check that out, man. Jason Kalkanis, This Week in Startups podcast. Excellent, excellent podcast for uh, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, you know, startup entrepreneurs, CEOs, or, you know, people that just have an, an, an affinity for, for business and, and the comings and goings, the current events of business and the technology world, man. I love that podcast, and definitely uh, J-Cal keeps me in the loop. Will Latimer was good. Will Latimer's in here. Never misses a show. 
And uh, what else? Tonight, I'll, uh, I'll probably rebroadcast Fantastic Voyage. I got to make sure you guys see Fantastic Voyage before the season kicks off. Just hype up the season a little bit. Make sure you guys go out and watch Fantastic Voyage. It was an outstanding documentary uh, produced by Chuck D, produced by myself, produced by Gianna Garrell, narrated by Chuck D. Make sure you guys go out and check out uh, Fantastic Voyage, man. It was, a, it was a fantastic, fantastic documentary. But I'll, I'll rebroadcast it tonight just to have a live chat going so we can kind of uh, talk together on some of the uh, the highlights of, of Knicks Fan TV, the Knicks team, Knicks content creators as a whole. JJ, appreciate it. Who else we got in here? CT Guns in the building. What's going on? Uh, Eluma Fee. Great show, CP. Thank you very much. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. Okay, I can see now. I had to zoom in. Eluma Fee. Yeah, salute, salute. The Fishers has a 60-burger. Uh, shout out to Knicks Fan TV. Dave, great show. Shout out Knicks Fan TV. Angel in the building. Great show. Uh, great job by Angel, man. Me and Angel are working on some stuff with the set. Uh, so you guys will be seeing a revamped Knicks Fan TV post-game live set, man. So me and Angel are putting in work out here. We're doing some things. Definitely appreciate him on that. No, not Angel from Philly. Yeah, not Angel from Philly. A different Angel. Not Angel from Philly. So, uh... Just to clarify that, because when we went out the other day, people were like, "That's what the goat. That's what the goat simp looks like." I'm like, "No, no, 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 man. That's a different angel, man. That's that's a different angel." But shout out, yeah, yeah. Shout out, to Angel from Philly. Either way, man. JJ from Brooklyn says he's watched Fantastic Voyage about 30 times already. It's crazy. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat now. Is H2O coming or? Yeah, I mean I'm online, but it's all yeah, it's all right. Okay, so yeah, so let me go get something to eat now. Cause then, okay, all right, cool. All right, people. So here's here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end the show right now. Go get something to eat. If we have any other guests, if we go back live, I'll let you guys know. Just stay tuned. Maybe around uh, four o'clock, four forty-five or so, when the cocktail hour kicks off. So um, I'm gonna go eat. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Rewind. Watch that John Starks interview. Wes Matthews Sr. We had a great, great show. Thanks again for tuning in. And uh, we out of here.